It's a trap! Hello and welcome to Radio TCX, your weekly source for X-Wing news and strategy. I'm Tim Dugan, and I'm joined by my co-host, John McDermott. Hey, everybody. It's a great day to talk about some brand new X-Wing. Yes, it's a very great day to talk about X-Wing. We've got a recently released set of new expansions, three squadron packs for each of the original core three factions of the game. We've got the Phoenix Cell squadron pack for the Rebels. We've got the Sky Strike Academy pack for the Empire, and we've got the Fugitives and Collaborators pack for Scum and Villainy. And with them come uh, some repainted models of some classic ships and a bunch of new upgrade cards and pilot cards. Yeah, so there's plenty to talk about with these boxes, so let's uh, jump right in and get going with the first one. Yeah, we thought, so a good approach here, and we don't actually do this a lot, is um, kind of like overall rate the expansion i guess more of almost a product review though we always do that with uh gameplay in mind right um but like kind of look at the overall value of the expansion and evaluate what we like about it what we maybe don't like about it and is it worth you getting yeah so we thought we would start with the phoenix l squadron pack uh, tim i know you and carson got this one i did not because i am not a rubble player but uh let's start with this one what uh, what are some of your impressions about it well, I think it starts off with the models, right? So um, I was very excited for the orange B-Wing, and I still love it now that I've actually seen it in person. It's funny how different these things look when you actually have them in hand. Um, and I'd say actually for all these packs, I think generally they look better than I expected um, now that I've got them because there's so much like fine detail you notice, but we'll get into that for all the ships. Um, so I was very excited for the orange B-Wing. Obviously, you've got the new articulated model from the recent, the most recent sculpt. Um, initially, I like wasn't as dramatically excited about the A-Wings. I thought they looked pretty cool. Now that I see them in person, they're actually really, really awesome. Um, they have kind of this, like, a little bit dingy, kind of old-school green military aesthetic, and they just look fantastic. I think I actually like them better than, like, the baseline A-Wing model paint that we have. Yeah, because that's the, is it the third official repaint of the A-Wing? Right, yeah, because the original first edition was red, and then we had the, um... Blue, blue model for second edition and now we've got yeah. the, the green one and yeah this thing is awesome so and it's so like i feel like for this pack the uh, model quality over what we'd seen in the promotional material is really good i was absolutely terrified to pull these out of the packaging though because <laughs> i don't know what changed like i feel like they pack them so much tighter in that plastic now like i was so terrified of breaking off one of the little b-wing cannons which i've done which i did on one of my first b-wings i ever got yeah, you get those tiny little fragile pieces, and it's, yeah, that's, like, there are definitely ships that I just contemplate not even getting for the fear of when I open them, I'm just going to break them. Right. Um, but, yeah, we'll talk a little bit more about that scum box later. There's a nice feature in that one. But um, what uh, what about the cards? What do you think about the cards in this one? Um, well, so, like, you've got the um, handful of, I mean, I guess they're all new pilots apart from most of the generics. Um, overall, I feel like this expansion has a lot of great pilots because I think I find all the pilots for both the A-Wings and the B-Wings at least interesting. If not, I think they're going to be pretty good, um, especially compared. So there's some lackluster stuff in the other packs we'll talk about, but I feel like like the overall quality of pilots in the Phoenix Cell pack is really high. Yeah, I think this one really knocked it out of the park. And with overall selection on, you know, abilities and bringing back other characters from other ships. So, like, you see Wedge and Ahsoka and Hera in there. 
Um, I think this box wins out on uh, like overall best pilots of the three boxes. Right, because there's just like there's quality. You have them at so many initiative levels, and they're interesting at every initiative level, right? Like the high high level stuff is really good. Even the middling stuff seems interesting. Like I'm probably more excited to fly wedge, I think, than any other A wing pilot in this pack. Yeah, his ability is like really good on an A wing, so I'm excited to see that on the table. It's fun for me, too, as a non-Rebel player to actually kind of be excited to see some of the stuff from the Rebel box on the table, just because I know there's some stuff in there that I feel like Rebel players have kind of been waiting for or wishing for. Um, And I think overall that just in turn has a better impact on the game, too, you know, with communities actually enjoying flying things. Mm -hmm. So. Um, and this pack comes with a massive amount of upgrade cards, too, um, which is cool. I feel like they are generally angled at players who are maybe starting their collection or maybe you have a smaller collection because um, there's obviously new stuff in here. But I feel like the majority of it is kind of just filling the gaps in cards players might not have if they only have a handful of expansions. Right. And I mean, this is a good quality of all three of these boxes, too. I remember I was kind of going back and forth with Carson over the weekend about it. Um, this is a really good box for enfranchised players and new players because normally when you get a ship, a ship pack, I feel like as an enfranchised player, I mean, I tend to kind of just get the pilots out and then the rest is usually just superfluous upgrades that I don't need more copies of. Right, redundancies. Um, (laughs) Right, Uh, and at least half of the cards in each of these boxes, um, I can't speak for the Rebel box, but maybe this is still true of it as well, um, at least half the cards in the box are valuable to me mm-hmm. as an enfranchised player. Like I like to have multiple copies of each upgrade in my upgrade card binder, um, and these boxes came with, in, in some t- like occurrences, three or more copies of some upgrades. Right, and it, it, especially like more recently released upgrades where you don't necessarily have as many copies of them. Um, it helps to fill in the gaps there, especially. And like we, we see some cross faction stuff here where there's cards you could get in this faction before. Um, and I, I think this pack in particular, I will say, is good for both new players and enfranchised players, just because like if you're new, um, obviously this helps buff out your collection and you have a really good pilot selection for both ships where maybe if you just have a core set and this expansion, you can actually build some pretty interesting lists that get you probably up to pretty close to 200 points. Won't take much else to fill the lists out. Um, which is really cool. So, like, if you're trying to start the game and get into it and you want to play Rebels, just buy a core set, you buy this pack, maybe one more ship, and you're good to go. Um, of course, probably buy a Millennium Falcon because that's what everybody does when they start <laughs> playing a Star Wars game. Um, so you have, like, for the new players, you have a good selection of upgrades and pilots they can use. And then for the enfranchised players like us, all these pilots are interesting, and you can't put them all in one list, right? So there's so much list-building potential there to try all these ships out in different combinations. Yeah, these squadron packs in general for all factions have just, I think, continued to be a really good product from, you know, FFG and now going to be AMG. Uh, just the the value of the ships and the cards and all of that that you get in there, it's just really good. And, you know, we're seeing a lot of, you know, resculpts or repaints of ships that we've already had. Um, so that's just a nice, good touch, too. Um but what what stands out to you the most about the Phoenix Cell box, Tim? Um, oh, man, it's hard to say. I think probably I'm oh, I'm more impressed now that I have it in hand and I seen everything put together. Just the overall quality of it. I think this pack will probably be my favorite of the three, which I really thought the Empire one was going to be. But now that I've looked at them all, I feel like this one just has the most going on for it with the pilots and the upgrades and how cool the models look comparatively. 
Um, I haven't mm-hmm. flown a lot of A-Wings, you know, in recent times, but I'm looking forward to getting Wedge and uh, Hera out there and Sabine and all, all of them. All right. So how would you rate the overall value of this box? Uh, honestly, it's on, I think it's on the higher end of X-Wing releases for me, which is not a, a small thing to say. Like, this is an excellent way to go if you're either a player who's been playing for a long time like us or if you're a new player. Like, this is kind of a must-have for getting three ships for 50 bucks and a whole bunch of upgrade cards. Mm-hmm. I rate it highly. Now, John, as someone who doesn't fly Rebels, how would you rate this expansion? Uh, I think it's good. Uh, just the, yeah, the paint schemes on the ships are really cool. Um, I almost kind of want it just for the articulating B-Wing repaint, um, because that ship is just so cool. It's so cool. Um, and yeah, just the, the great value of pilots that you get in there that we talked about before. Um, yeah, I think, I think this is a good box. I really do. All right, John, so let's get more into, uh, your wheelhouse here. Let's talk about the Sky Strike Academy Squadron Pack for the Empire. Yeah. Uh, so let's look at the models first here too, and I want to I want to hear your opinion as someone who is a uh, uh, miniatures painter. I am very amateur in that regard. I think I've painted uh, two miniatures in my lifetime, not <laughs> well. Um, so h- how do you feel now that you've got the models in hand? Yeah, so crack and open that box. Um, obviously, like the yellow defender stands out just because it's so much brighter comparatively to like the other you know kind of empire flat gray stuff. Um, but actually, seeing the model up close, there were a lot more. Um, like yellow fine points across the model that I don't think came out in the promotional images. Um, there's some little pips on the wings and there's stripes around the cockpit and the engine is yellow and there's just some other little spots. That that model looks really crisp and good in person and I, I typically am not someone that likes the color yellow, but that Defender has kind of the updated second edition darker bluish gray empire paint scheme under it so it feels more in line with the second edition releases i really like these interceptors um the red is just really cool and in general i think the quality of the sculpt and paint job has improved in second edition and i think you see it a lot here on these interceptors um i don't know if it's just paint bleed on the particular box i got but it looks like there's a little bit of like weathering and like battle damage on the foils and just the detail around the cockpit is really good. Um, I'm excited to put these updated interceptor models on the table. Yeah, I, I feel like now that I've got the models in hand, like they really do match up the aesthetic of these are like the training ships, right? Of Sky Strike mm-hmm. Academy, where like, yeah, they're maintained, but they're not perfectly maintained. I really do. I, I was not a huge fan of the Yellow Defender right away, but now that I have seen that finer detail where it's not just like the wingtips and the wing edges. Um, I'm a lot more interested in it. It also kind of matches thematically with, um, I feel like between the Rebel Pack and the Imperial Pack, they are kind of going for a more standout design on the models so that they really don't blend in, but that's very intentional. Like you get these pieces here where you can fly the cool pilots and they really feel like a board presence. Because I feel like flying this Defender or flying that B-Wing is going to feel so much cooler if you're you're flying your one cool ace like Harry in the B-Wing or Vader in the Defender. Like it's going to feel like that's an attention-getting piece. Which for gameplay might not be good if you don't want people to target them, but nobody can touch Vader anyway, right? Right. And I'm I'm a fan of like kind of faction uniformity with paint schemes too. Um, but I, if I remember correctly in that episode of Rebels, I almost think that TIE Defender prototype was white and had like yellow highlights on it. So that would have been a really cool paint job to see. Um, but I, I like the way it came out. 
uh, it looks really crisp, really sharp. Um, so I'm excited to put it on the table. Still utterly terrifying to take out of the plastic, though, because the Defender was also just jammed in there. I didn't have oh, such I, trouble with the Interceptors. but I snapped the top foil off my Defender. Oh, I no. tried to pluck it out, and luckily it was like a clean break, and I was kind of looking at it, and it didn't look like there was much glue there anyway. Um, but I was able to just drop a dab on there and put it right back into place, and now you'll never know. I got lucky. If anyone's cracking this pack open, I kind of rolled. So for the Imperial pack, I kind of rotated the model a little bit for both the Defender and for the Interceptors, and that seemed to work pretty good um, at helping get it, get it out. But yeah, be careful here. I almost cracked out an X-Acto knife to like cut the plastic out around <laughs> it, but I'm clumsy, so I would have just damaged the model anyway. Or cut yourself. Of and course. That's also bad. <laughs> Obviously, this pack though, doesn't just come with models. We've got a whole bunch of pilots and upgrade cards here. Uh, John, how are you feeling about the pilot selection for this expansion? Um, so there's a couple good ones and then some kind of middling to meh ones, I think. Mm. So obviously Vader and the Defender is really good. Um, I think he's the only standout Defender pilot that comes in this box. The rest are kind of underwhelming to me. Um, and I think we talked about that a little bit before in some of our preview episodes as well. Um, but... Of course, an I-6 Defender is great. So Of course. Um, and then we get another I-6 Interceptor with Sienna Ree and her met ability. But I think, in general, the Interceptor pilots are actually pretty good. Their abilities are nice, and it's cool. Like, Nash Rider is really good. Um, and I'm a big fan of Gideon Hask in the TIE Fighter, so to see him in the Interceptor is exciting as well. Yeah, I think if I had to like give it a number rating just based on the discipline appointment of the defender pilots like i'd probably give the pilot rating overall like a six out of ten sure yeah if you had like i feel like if you just had like one more more interesting tie defender pilot there that could really push this pack over the edge i mean so for me it's interesting because i feel like there's some good parity between the interceptor pilots in this pack and the a-wing pilots in the um phoenix cell pack yeah where like you've got cool abilities across the spectrum of pilot initiatives and they're all interesting in different ways i'm a little sad about the tie defender because i just feel like obviously vader's cool probably gonna be the best tie defender pilot but i feel like the selection of tie defender pilots we already had is generally better than the selection you have in this pack yes like of the name defenders we already had they were all pretty viable you know vessery uh, Riyadh and Rexler, all very strong pilots for that ship so having another fourth strong pilot option um, they're they're not hurting for for good pilots, but they didn't really get anything super impressive outside of Vader from this pack. I mean, you've got Volt Scaris, another I five with kind of a met ability, but if you're just flying in for the I five Defender, I mean that's that's got strength to it in its own right, so that's not terrible. Um, yeah, I just feel like though, like if you were uh, a newer player who got this pack and um, you just wanted an I five defender, you're kind of getting cheaped out by not having the other I five pilot options right. that you had before, right? Um, so you'd kind of be taking a little bit of a penalty there by only having this pack. If you have both, you're good to go. And they were actually kind enough too. So looking over at the upgrade cards, because there's also a lot of upgrade cards in here, they give you two copies of each of the uh, Tie Defender cards. So the Tie Defender Elite, and then the Interloper Turn. Um, so even though this only comes with one model, it was nice that they gave you two. Because I really, I feel like two is probably the right threshold for the majority of players. You probably don't need three copies of any of these cards, unless you're doing big scale epic stuff. 
you can't really even fit three defenders in a, a standard game anyway, right? Just based on points. Right, yeah. So it'd be like for Epic play stuff already, and if you're playing Epic, yeah. you're probably more than willing to invest a lot of money in uh, getting extra cards. Yeah, this... I liked seeing four copies of Disciplined. Um, that's the newer Imperial talent upgrade that just came out. Um, four copies of that is great uh, because that kind of promotes uh, swarm-centric play, which ultimately, like, the Empire's kind of the original swarm faction, uh, and other than Separatists, like, it can do it the best, but often doesn't because they have so many good, strong ace options. Um, but cool to see that many copies of that card. Um, I, I like to have at least three copies of upgrades in my binder, so four copies of this, perfect. Uh, one thing that was weird um, was the the Force cards that this one came with. Um, seeing as Vader is the only Force pilot in this box, and like he can't use extreme maneuvers, um, he can only use the first part of Sense that doesn't even require the Force spending. Um, he can do instinctive aim and hate, and I don't think this box came with hate. It did, so. yeah. Um, that's kind of a bummer. Um, that was kind of a bummer too. I feel like hate is kind of an auto include for any, like any pack that features like Anakin or Darth Vader. If he can take it, like that's kind of an obvious thematic choice. Um, I I think maybe the reason the Force talents bother me too is just like they're kind of counterintuitive if you're new players, because like they're included in the pack, so you feel like you should be able to use them fully with just the cards in this pack. Um, but that's not going to be the case, and that might be some feel bad moments, you know, if you're playing at a you know store night or a local tournament or something when you don't understand oh i can't actually use extreme maneuvers right little counterintuitive so i feel like maybe a better selection there and now that said these are all fine cards in their own right so having them in your collection is good so if you do have other force users yeah. that's fine also saw four copies of the new config the sensitive controls which is usable on i believe we discovered it was both the interceptor and the silencer um, yes that yep. replaces that auto thrusters ability so good to see multiple copies of that as well um, i think with these new interceptor pilots we're gonna see more multiple interceptor lists and interceptors are pretty good in epic as well so having multiple copies of that is nice right especially for when you're running a standardized card obviously every ship of that model has to run it as well so it'd be kind of a bummer if you were limited here because that would limit your list building with your available stuff so, John, as a um, expert Imperial player, um, by my own evaluation, how would you <laughs> rate the overall quality of the upgrade cards in this pack? And do you feel like it does tend more towards enfranchised players or newer players or both? This one, I think, is a good mix of both. So if you don't have defenders and interceptors, you get, like we said, pretty decent pilot options for both. Um, the Just the the number of the newer upgrades that you get is also very good because we haven't seen a release of these yet outside of this box. So new players obviously automatically are already going to benefit from that. Um, and so are returning players because we don't have these cards yet either. So getting multiple copies um, of, you know, the new defender cards, four copies of kind of the swarm focused cards is great. So I think this is a really good box for, all players so okay here's a better angle on it too so if you're not uh entirely money conscious right and you're just buying for the functionality of the packs would, would you recommend people buy this pack for the pilots and upgrades or would they should they buy a tie defender and two tie interceptors for the pilots and upgrades 
So I think I think you buy this box and then you buy a defender. Um a, a defender pack and then I think you're okay. You don't get Suntur Fell obviously in this box and him being probably the most powerful initiative 6 pilot in the game. Uh you're missing out on that by not having the interceptor box. Um but there are so many good strong interceptor options in this box and you get Sienna Re too. Um, but I think you really want access to those other viable defender I-5 pilots. Um, so I think I think that one is a must. If you're a new player and you want to fly the defender, I think you have to pick one of those up as well. And I think you actually... So yeah, I, I kind of agree with you on that because if you get this expansion, a TIE Defender and a Corset, so you have the two TIE Fighters there, that's a pretty good starting point for an Imperial Collection because you have some ways you can build it. You can do a double defender list and throw in some ties as filler. You can do an interceptor, a defender, and a tie, or a couple ties. So there'd be a lot of ways you could kit that out, and you'd have a decent amount of upgrades for it. Yeah, it's nice, because you get, you know, obviously all of the really good Empire, or not all of them, but you get a decent number of really good Empire-specific cards in this box, and then by having those other two expansions, you'll just have enough copies of the different generic upgrades that are always valuable when you're list building. So, um, yeah, that's a it's actually a pretty good place to start if you're a new player. Core set, defender, and this box. So, John, um, now that you have it in hand, what would you say is the um, most standout element of this release? Um, probably the defender. Uh, being able to see the model closer in person. Um, and really see the intricacies and detail of the paint job uh, is is really nice, and it uh, it it looked better than I thought it was going to, so that that stood out to me. And uh, what would you rate the overall quality of this expansion? As biased as I want to be and say it's like the best box, I think this one I'd put more towards like slightly above average or average. Like it's good. Um, it's, it's obviously really good for interceptors. It's meh for defenders other than Vader. And I think I have to like give my rating attacks just based on the disappointment of the defender pilots. Um, and uh, this, some of the selection of upgrades is a little underwhelming as well. So I'm going to give this one, um, a, a good, this is a good box. A solid good purchase. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I'd agree with that. And of course, last but not least, uh, we have the Fugitive and Collaborators Scum Squadron Pack box. If it's last but not least, does that mean Empire is least for these three? Um, maybe. maybe. Let's talk about this one first, and then we can. Make okay, then we'll make our our <laughs> estimations there. Um, so let's look at the models first of all. Okay, first of all, I am very impressed by this hawk. I did not think I was going to like this hawk as much as I do. It's sharp. I like it. It's a so it's a very clean paint job, which I usually think of the hawk as more of like the um like scummy bounty hunter like haphazard ship, dingy, rusty, dingy looking, gross. rusty. This is a lot cleaner paint scheme, but it actually really works for this model. So this is like a more pristine. It still feels like a a dingy ship, but this is like a dingy ship you put a really fresh, clean coat of paint on. Um, so I'm actually really impressed by the pattern here, especially like the green accents on the engines yeah. and the wing flaps there. Like that really does make it pop and kind of falls in line with the pattern we can see here where they do some interesting color accenting with the other expansions. I almost want to drop like a lime green contrast on that engine glow to make it pop just a little bit more. Oh, uh, yeah. But it already looks just really good. I like it. 
maybe the area I'm a little underwhelmed is the Y-Wings. Um, obviously, I love the Y-Wing design and like the, these sculpts, the newer Y-Wing sculpts are really cool. Um, this paint scheme, just it kind of feels out of place compared to the other models across all three of these expansions. Because I feel like they all feature, all the other ones kind of feature a pop of color somewhere to make them stand out. This one's got like the, I guess it's kind of an orangey, brightish astromech. astromech. But other than yeah. that, it's pretty uniform in how it's just, you know, those dark muddled tones. Yeah, I think this paint scheme would have been pretty cool. And I, I think we talked about this in our review of this pack before it came out. Um, this paint scheme would have looked really good probably on um, like a Kirax or like a Z95 maybe, right? or another small base scum ship. Uh, even like a, a Fang Fighter would have looked cool with this paint scheme. Um, just something you could have capitalized a little bit more of the, the crispness of the gray and black, but then focus on like some engine glow or something. Um, yeah, it's like this paint scheme feels so far away from what we see in like the classic Y-Wing Rebel design or like the kind of shiny, pristine Republic Y-Wing design. Like those are a lot more vibrant. This just feels so very different from those and so separated. And maybe part of that feeling is just compounded by the fact that I find the Scum Y-Wing just underwhelming in general. Sure. Like it doesn't have a ton of great pilots. You don't see it used a lot. Um, just it doesn't have a ton of utility. But uh, to be fair, this box is also technically the second edition re-release of the Hawk and the Y-Wing. Right. So it's nice to at least get an updated sculpt, an updated paint scheme for those. So in that sense, it's fine. But but yeah, little little underwhelming. I will say, I if you like Hawks though, this Hawk model is well worth well worth it. Yes. What do you think about the pilots in this one, Tim? Uh, so my opinion's a little bit split, kind of like it was for uh, the Defender and the TIE Interceptor here. Um, I feel like the pilot selection for the Hawk really does match up to the quality of the paint scheme there. I feel like that's a pretty unified uh, unified quality where the paint scheme's interesting and you get three pretty interesting pilot options. Um, the Y-Wing stuff, on the other hand, I feel like it functionally, because you only have the three unique pilots, two of them feel like they kind of have blank abilities or kind mm -hmm. of uninteresting abilities. Um Patrick, I think, is pretty cool. I don't know if he's quite my style, but I think that's probably the most interesting pilot of the three. Our Lise Hadrassian and Lima Kai, I'm just not that excited about. No, I don't think for the cost, because I think what we decided, Lima Kai comes in at like 40 points, I think. Mm -hmm. um, her ability seems to kind of like value out positioning, which you're not doing with a Y-Wing. It's not, yeah, it's not their MO. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It's not great. Um, we can just move on to the amazing <laughs> upgrades that this pack comes with. Yeah, there's, I mean, like, other than the Hawk Pilots, which we've talked about those in the past year um, as we previewed this, like, Tapusk is um, really cool and really interesting, and I think it's going to be very relevant for competitive X-Wing play. So I feel like that's a reason enough for, like, an enfranchised player to get this pack. Yeah. Um, the upgrade selections, um, it's, I feel like it's more or less on par with what we see over on the uh, Empire side, right? Yeah. I think one of the things that I liked for sure was that um, we saw a lot of the cards that came with the Separatist Fire Spray, um, which if you're not a Separatist player, then you probably didn't get that pack, but there were a ton of cards in it that were usable for the Scum Faction, and they included all of them in this box. Yeah, that was really clutch, actually. Um, which is nice because, I mean, that Separatist Fire Spray hasn't been out super long. 
So obviously there haven't been other releases of these cards. So this is the second main way to get any of these cards. Um, and they're all there. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I do like that um, uh, Fantasy Flight at the time was working at making sure you could get the upgrade cards. You didn't have to buy cross-faction because I know that was something they had advertised at the start of the game. And like the relatively short release um, window between this release and the, the Separatist Fire Spray like functionally that didn't exist because there were you know for competitive players because there weren't major events going on so it was basically the same time window there we all got the cards at the same time right um yeah i and i think i like that they included like all those cards sam wessel's cool in there boba fett obviously um so there's a lot of good stuff here i think this is a probably my second favorite upgrade selection of the packs i feel like the rebel pack just really blew it away um yes but I feel like there's good stuff here, both if you're an enfranchised player, obviously, because you can get these cards if you don't buy Separatist, and new players. There's just a lot of, especially with all those um, crew options and whatnot, there's just a lot of cool gameplay stuff that you can toy around with. So that being said, Tim, what, uh, how would you rate this box? Um, I think, oh man, I think it's in the, it's in the good category. I feel like if we would have gotten some more interesting Y-Wing options, I really would have pushed it up to be top tier like the rebel pack but i feel like the lack of interesting y-wing options plus the kind of underwhelming y-wing paint scheme for me just kind of puts it in like the good the good range like i think it's a worthwhile purchase um whether you're enfranchised or whether you're a newer player um maybe i think it's interesting maybe a little less so if you're a newer player because i feel like it doesn't really have any centerpiece ships like the other two packs do where like you right. kind of build your list around Vader, or you build it or build it around Sienna Ree or Hera or something. Like the other ones have that. This is more like filler ships that you would add, and you'd need a centerpiece ship or some other heavy hitters to fill it out. Yeah, I think this one for me, it is good, but maybe between like average and good. Um, it's obviously like above the midline. Um, I think overall kind of between the three obviously phoenix cell wins like best pack mm. um i think sky strike gets like an excellent for the ships and then i think fugitives and collaborators gets like a good to excellent for the upgrades so i think between the empire and the scum they've kind of got both of what rebel has going for it entirely so it's it's hard i think i don't know as an empire player i like the sky strike box better than the scum box um, but the value of the scum box i think is just a little higher so i will say what i am impressed about with this release is that a lot of times for the re-releases of ships that we've seen in second edition there's not really always a reason for existing players who converted over to get the re-releases they've generally done a pretty good job here of convincing us to dole out the money to get uh another yet another repaint of a ship we already had yeah Gotta make that money. Oh, and there's one area where the Fugitives and Collaborators pack far exceeds the other two packs. Is it Hondo? No, man. It's that it's got the little finger slots so you can pull the models oh, out. Oh yeah. The finger the slots. Finger yeah, slots. The, the plastic insert comes with little like actual spots for you to stick your fingers in to pull the ships out without absolutely mutilating yeah, them. Absolutely the best part of this. Actually, oh, okay, that's gonna tick it up to excellent for me. Good job. Yeah. Yep. I'm I agree. Excellent finger slots. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Radio TCX. If you like the show, please go on to facebook.com slash Radio TCX and like our Facebook page. 
please consider going on iTunes and leaving the podcast a five-star review, saying what you liked and why you think other people should listen. And if you really enjoy the show, you can consider supporting us directly on Patreon, patreon.com slash RadioTCX. Again, folks, thank you so much for listening. Let us know what you're most excited for about these packs and what surprised you on our Facebook page. Otherwise, we will talk to you next week.